Hey, what's up, y'all? It's episode 69. We talking about sex. Hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? This is Justin. Welcome to Millennial Love, where we discuss sex, love, and how we are selfish as fuck. You completely went off the screen. <laughs> I'm Justin. This is Mish. <laughs> this is Cardi. I was just waiting for my turn. <laughs> we talking about sex, damn it. We is no script. Straight fucking. No, I'm just playing. All right, y'all. <laughs> Please follow us on all social media outlets, Facebook, Snapchat. No Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. If you're on Twitter, please hashtag us MO3. If you're communicating with us, we love your tweets. We love to see your tweets. Uh, keep in mind that we do um, support our own podcast. Um, so we do stand on our listeners to support us. So please send whatever you desire um, to our cash app. That's dollar sign Millie Love or PayPal. At Millennial Love. That's two L's, two N's, L-O-V-3. What's up, y'all? Hey. Ain't she? <laughs> I'm good, love. So um, let me just give y'all paint this picture. Um, we are at my house, and I have guests, so we had to come upstairs to record. We in the stew. <laughs> oh, my God. We have a meeting in, in the bedroom. Which is perfect, right? Which is perfect for... The 69 book action edition. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was honestly a bit too much. Listen, Ain't nobody even fucking tonight. <laughs> you know what? I googled, not. <laughs> I googled me and just randomly one day and an article from one website that wrote about our podcast popped up. And I'm like, oh, shit. What if I'm applying for a job? And they had our first and last names on there, by the way. Are you serious? Yes. How they know my last name? Listen, they had your whole last name. Because y'all be saying it. myself up. Yeah. But anyways, that was kind of a little bit like, I kind of wanted to contact them and just be like, can you just delete that article? Delete all it. Delete all it. Ciao. Anyways, there are delete, million, delete, delete. There are a million Cara Davises. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> there are a million people that have my name, and 90% of them are white. So I'm good. Until they see that article. <laughs> I don't see the article. My name comes up, but. It... Watch, keep on scrolling. I'm down to the end of the page. Well, Google more my resor- name. More resorts. Don't say my last name, but Google my name. Okay. Well, as long as you're the only one on there. Anyways, <laughs> while y'all Google that shit, what's been going on out on these streets, y'all? I actually don't know what's been going on. Oh, yeah. that lady got out of jail because of Kim K. <laughs> um, listen, I saw that on TV and I'm like, you know what? Kim K, black people, Donald Trump, police officers, that's not something I want to watch. Yeah. You know, but I'm glad that she's out of jail. How about that? Yeah, you know. 
It was definitely a good thing, but it's funny because Kim K <laughs> is basically being used as a pawn for Donald Trump to say that basically black people are on his side. Huh. I mean, Kanye's kind of started it, and Kim has has added to that. So there's that. I don't. I mean, I think it's a good a good thing, and we always say that. Celebrities should use their notoriety to do good. She did that. Yeah, but I think she's doing that to, to save her family's um Oh, because of reputation. Kanye's bullcrap? Yeah. Or maybe not. I mean, I, I don't she know. She separates herself from him, though. And she clearly did it in her interview. I mean, she basically was like, I mean, Kanye's already given Donald Trump um, validity. I don't have to do that. But so, that man stumped her with that question. She was looking like... What? What did he ask her? I don't know. We talking about her too much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't like talking about them. Wait, who were we talking about before we started recording? Because that was, uh, it was like, you know, something we can discuss. Well, let's talk about Tayana Taylor and and her husband. What's his name? What's going on with him? Iman. Well, it's nothing now. We kind of missed it, but it goes into the episode. So I saw something today about. Good job. Me, she always be on point with the hot topics, and I love it. She was in the club, and like he was there, and they was basically having sex in the club. Oh, I saw with their clothes that. Off. Like the dancing. Um, she was yeah, and like it was like, is this appropriate? Yeah. How old is she? I mean, it's appropriate because she's grown. <laughs> I don't know how it's her husband. Yeah, but I, I mean, I was basically having sex, like. They just I think still had that clothes on, but his dingling they... fully penetrated. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Go with the mon. <laughs> no, I actually like them. I um I watched their show a couple of times. And, you did? Yeah. And they're cool. I mean, they're like a, you know, young couple giving other young couples goals. Goals. You know. Yeah. I was one episode. I only watched one episode, and I think it was the first one when she said something like, they were sitting at the table, and so she was like, so are you giving me some tonight? And he said, his daddy was in the room. And so he pointed at his daddy like, come on, man. And she was like, I'm sick of y'all acting like grown folks don't know what sex <laughs> is. How you think you got here? Right. <laughs> and they're married. Like, right. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but I mean. Nah, not in front of my daddy. No, but. Well, it all depends if they're in like their home. So it's like. They were. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not going to say, you going to give me that D tonight? And my well, daddy's she didn't right say there? that. She was like, am I going to get something tonight? That's the same <laughs> Thing. No, she could have said, "Are we effing tonight?" As well, she could have said, either "Yeah," because I'm not gonna put quotations over anything because somebody clearly corrected us about what Issa said on their belt. So, yeah, don't take what I said for <laughs> quotations. I'm just yeah. saying it was they something to us. the effect. They corrected us. <laughs> somebody. It actually said all niggas are stars, and we thought it said every all, nigga is, is a, a star. star. We're gonna get this correct this time. I thought it said every nigga is a lie. But it said a star. Correct, because somebody on the internet edited. Listen, y'all, we be doing our best. Um, this hot topic is actually this hot topic segment is actually for y'all. Because if it was up to us, we wouldn't even we wouldn't do even it. Have it. Right. Anyways, <laughs> dead ass. Well, since we're talking about sex. How can you? What's the come on? What's the um? What's the uh, self care tip? 
have safe sex where yeah, latex, you don't want to get that latex that I'm latex. Correct. There you go. That's dope. Because bro. your mental health matters. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are lyricists. I have a, I have a, a mental that, health. It's not a mental health. It's a physical health, though. Well, I guess it kind of goes into physical health. I follow this girl on Instagram. Her name is Amber something. Mm-hmm. And she has been doing the Yanni balls. Have you heard of those? Yeah. So it's basically this ball that. that I'm going to do it too. It's basically a ball that you stick in your cooch and it pulls out all the toxins and it balances your pH and it helps like jumpstart your period if necessary. And it does a whole bunch of like amazing things for your vagina. And women, you have to take care of your vag. It's a huge part of your wait, 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 wait. Even if you're not having sex, <clears throat> maybe I'm thinking of something different. Tell me, y'all. Tell me about these Yanni balls. Whoever's listening, yeah. Hashtag I've never that. tried it because I'm a little nervous about it, but I would like to. So tell me if you've ever done it, what your experience was, and give us some good brands to try. Say the word vagina because you've been like sh- shying away from the word vagina. Not at all, vagina, pussy, twat. Oh, uh, don't say twat. <laughs> twat is so disgusting. It sounds or like the P word. Oh, I actually don't mind the P word. How? How do you not mind that Only word? when it's said during sex. Is like, you like it? Girl, give me that. You know what? Yeah. Come on, Webby. Ain't that a Webby song? That's exactly. Oh, I get immediately aroused. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me dirty, baby. <laughs> Hey, y'all. Oh, my God. So I've been dying to tell y'all about these new flats that I have been wearing called Rothy's. Listen, first of all, they're hella comfortable. They come in like all the colors. I got a blue pair, like a blue python pair, and it's bomb. Nice. Like as soon as I wore them to work, I got like 10 compliments in one day. Really? Very, yes. Nice. Like literally people were stopping me like, where'd you get those from? Like no lie. And they're really, really comfortable. They're durable. They're machine washable. Absolutely. So if you got stank feet, all you got to do <laughs> is take the stole out and put them in the washing machine. Right. That's it. What color did you get me? I got green and they're so cute. I can't wait to wear them. You know, like after work, you can still wear them to mm-hmm. a little happy hour because mm-hmm. they're super cute. Yeah. Very cute. And, and there were comfy. like hundreds of colors to choose from. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. My sister got the leopard print point toe flat mm-hmm. and she loves it. Yes. I got a point toe also. I did too. Yeah. But low key, I want to get the loafer too. Because I feel like the loafer is another transitionable shoe as well. Correct. From correct. like night to day. What I, look, what, I, what I like about it is that when you look at the shoe, it looks like it's very durable. It looks like it's not going to rip. It looks like, you know, you can throw it in the wash and it's literally going to come out looking the way you have it. So have you guys washed it yet or no? No, not yet. Okay. No, but they feel like foam, like when you put your foot in. Oh, that's a good feeling. Yeah, it's an amazing feeling. And also, like, as you were talking about the colors, they update their colors like every two weeks. Really? So they get new colors and new sizes every couple of weeks for different seasons. Some Some of the colors, of course, black and brown stay, but they bring a lot of new hip and stylish colors. Huh. I hate the word hip, but I just used it. <laughs> Shout out um, to the flats. <laughs> and also, um, you know, just for our Millennial Love listeners, if you type in the code LOV3, you're going to get free shipping on any pair of Rothy shoes. That's the flats, the pointed toe flats, the loafers, and also any color. Um 
they're just the bomb. I'm not going to lie. I wear flats to work all the time, and these have become my new faves. Absolutely. And if you have to, you know, walk when you're at work down buildings and going through the hallways, this is an amazing shoe that's going to be comfortable. It's not too tight, so you'll definitely love it. So it's a no-brainer. The shoes are comfortable, stylish, and they're sustainable. Plus, you get free shipping. All you got to do is go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com and enter the code LOV3 to get your cute shoes with free shipping. And if you need to return them for any reason, but you won't because they're the bomb, maybe to get a different, a different color or a different size, that is also free. Nice. So well, Shout out to the your, flat. Go on and get your Rothys flat. <laughs> and go on and get your blessing. Promo code LOV3. Free <laughs> shipping. Get this deal while it lasts. Yay. Do we have a, a sexual icebreaker? I don't have a sexual icebreaker, really? but I can just ask you what your favorite position is. Oh, she'll go first. I think we already talked about <laughs> this, but maybe we could just rehash. Um, my favorite position. Jeez, this episode. Sleep. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. More, uh, well, okay. I guess this is it. I, I guess this is a favorite position, but a favorite time would probably be morning for on the side. See, the on the side is because I don't have your breath stays over there. My breath stays over here. It's no because I, I don't do morning breath. Oh, I can I don't fully make out. Absolutely not. I don't want to smell anybody's breath <laughs> in the morning. I don't even like to smell baby breath. Go brush your teeth. Brush them gums. I don't want to smell it. <laughs> I hate breath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Period. Period. Um, shout out to City Girls. City Girls. Um, what? City This is this rap group. Um, so I have two favorite positions. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm at my physical best, <laughs> I like hitting it from the back. Right. Okay. But because I'm overweight now, get on, oh my get on top of that thing and do all the work. Get on top of that thing. <laughs> yeah. Ha, ha. I said get, get up top, top of that thing. Dick. All right. You took it. You took it there. See? <laughs> you took it there. My yeah. fave. Um, Let me guess. Can I guess? Defrog. <laughs> Missionary. <laughs> you think I'm boring? That's no, not a boring, boring position. Sometimes you just want to feel Girl, that thing. Toot them legs up. Toot that thing. Man, I already knew. I wrong. knew somebody was going there. I knew it. No, actually, modified missionary is a good position. Put your knees, I mean, your feet the on legs, his chest. Uh, but see, I'm a little bit fat now, too. So I, I be feeling like I can't breathe sometimes with that position. <laughs> So, oh yeah, the froggy was her position last year. The froggy is still my favorite position, although I like from the back too. But I'm not. I I actually saw um, an exercise called the froggy. No, it's not called the froggy. Oh, but it was it was like a um, a book about the muscles, and basically they were saying that that exercise is actually a really good exercise. Mm And so they were showing you what it does to the muscles and why it's good. For the the internal muscles or, well, I mean, muscles are internal. Oh, (laughs) you mean the vagina muscles? No, like your body muscles. Quads. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, all that good stuff. It's good for the knees too. Work them out. All right, y'all. So since y'all, if y'all haven't caught on right now, this is the the 69th episode and we're going to talk about sex. 
let's start it off uh, nice and cute. Um, can we just talk about, you know, what was your first conversation like with an adult regarding sex? Did your parents talk to you about the birds and bees? Was it a community um, leader? Was it your cousin? A community leader? I mean, you know, it could be a school teacher, you know. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Or you know. <laughs> community leader. That was nice. I like that. Like community leader. You talking to the church house about the them too. It was my mom. She talked to me uh right before I started my cycle. She like sat me down and just talked about as you become a woman, how cleanly you need to be and what how your body is going to change and all of that. Like, we mm. went into a very deep conversation. She gave me a Ziploc bag with pads, baby wipes, and liners mm. and said, you know, when, when your period starts, this is TMI, but you take this and you put this in your locker. And she told me how many times I needed to change and... Like, she had a very in-depth conversation, and then basically the sex talk was, because you are now going to be able to have your cycle, you can get pregnant, so you probably don't want to do it. Because I ain't raising nobody, baby. Don't have sex. <laughs> no, nah, she didn't say that. She just said, you know. Yeah. That's not what you want to do. You want to stay pure, because that's how Christians say it. Yeah. Pure. Pure. Um... And then that was pretty mm-hmm. much it. That's the gist of what gist I remember. Of, yeah, my mom was always like, it, it wasn't long conversations, but she was like, you know, if you you know when she was like, she used to like say like, you know when that time is coming, make sure you wrap it up. <laughs> but she didn't. She didn't tell me to like not have sex. I kind of wish she did though. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that was pretty much it. Like you know, you know when you know when it's about to happen. Just make sure you always be prepared and strap it up. When that time comes. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I don't know what you're talking about. So I had to just assume that she was talking about sex. I figure all guys got the same treatment. My brother and my cousins and all of them got. Like, my family used to just talk to them about it out loud. You better be wrapping it up. Right, right. Do y'all say that to everybody else? I mean, but they just talked to them out in the open. Like, with the guys, it was just like, whatever. Cara? So, my first time hearing about sex was from my grandmother, who said, if you do it, you'll get pregnant. But then my first time knowing about, like, how sex really worked was in school. We had a sex ed class in seventh grade. And we basically watched all the videos of about STDs and sex and getting pregnant and having a baby and what that looks like and puberty and all of that. So, I think you start... Like, most people start going through puberty at, like, 12. I think seventh grade was when most people were starting to go through puberty. So, they, I think they taught us how to put condoms on and all of that, too. At the schoolhouse? Mm-hmm. Like, on... In the I, country? Uh-huh. Because mm. people were getting pregnant. Left and right. <laughs> like, people... There was a girl pregnant in seventh grade. Mm. Had a baby in eighth. So. Oh. They was we out had one here. of those too. Shout out to uh Mm-mm. no, I'm just playing. I'm just <laughs> I don't joking. know my friend. I don't know the girl's name that got pregnant on ours. But she wasn't cute. It was like 
that was irrelevant. The girl who got pregnant now, like <laughs> she, the girl who got pregnant early, like at that age, she's living her best life. Her child's about to graduate, like she's living her best life at thirty three. Yeah, she don't got to <laughs> worry about none she of that. She doesn't have to worry about anything. <laughs> but I'm sure it was a, a time. Nice. Oh yeah. So y'all don't have to tell us when y'all's first time was, but um, whenever you first had <laughs> sex, um, was it everything that you experienced? Um, if you could go back and do something differently, what would you do? How was that first time like? And did you have the 69? My first time was terrible. Um, <laughs> the guy had no regard for my body, my vagina, or anything. He hit it from the back the first time. Oh, my gosh. I was on top the first time. It was terrible. Um, if I could go back, I would remain a virgin until marriage. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Really? Once you pop the fun, don't stop. Not even that high school loving? No. Nah, I, I mean, was, uh, college loving? Sex did not really start feeling good to me until mid-college. And and honestly, I could have I could have saved that. I could have chilled on it. Uh, well, mine too was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have yet to meet a female that just says that her experience was like loving basketball, or it was you know listening to music and she he asked her to stop and she said don't stop. Like I ain't never really heard nobody just be like it was wonderful. But yeah, so I then did not have sex for another year and three months. Had sex one time and then a year and three months. So I have a question, and I'm going to answer also. But was the expectation very high for the first time, or was it completely horrible? You know what I'm saying? Like, because it seems like what you mentioned, like a lot of girls, their first time was horrible. But is that because, like, you know, the expectations was like, you know, people hyped it up or the nigga was just that whack and lame and trash that he'd even like, I don't know. But I don't think your first time, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. I don't think your first time as a woman is going to be enjoyable. Like, because of the physical, you've like, tampons used to hurt me. Like, putting on a tampon and taking it out was painful. So I feel like, and I'm talking about like the regular tan. I ain't talking about no super. <laughs> so like to me, I feel like unless they have a pencil peen, it's going to hurt. So it's not necessarily ever going to be enjoyable for anybody for the first time. Unless like you're getting stimulated other than penetration. Got so you. like if you're, if you know, if he's performing oral sex or anything like that then maybe your experience will be different and you may orgasm the first time, but you're not. To me, I think it's very rare for a woman to orgasm on the first time and for it to feel just oh so good. Really the first 10 times to me. Got you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I completely agree. I, I just really feel like um, mentally... You're not even ready for what's about to happen. Really? No. No. So once it begins, it's kind of like, um, I don't know. I lost interest because it was like, nah, 
this is not what I thought that was going to be. So, you know, it's just not going to be enjoyable. I think, you know, for women that are able to hold their virginity until their marriage, it may be a more special moment for them. Yeah. But as far as physically enjoying it, yeah. nah. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Which is, which is probably why I don't, I mean, because my first time wasn't like, I mean, I've had better sex than my first time, but it wasn't like the complete worst, but I wasn't physically going through any pain. Correct. So, I'm about to I say, think, you didn't have to get. I know. Well, I mean, I'm just saying like, you know, I guess whenever <laughs> I hear, whenever, whenever I hear women talk about their first time, I'm like, okay, well, is it because, you know, he didn't like candles, it wasn't romantic or, you know, like, what was it? So that's why I asked about like, was it hyped up or, but it makes sense. Physically, it's not, like, amazing. But Mm-mm. for guys, I mean, my first time was my first time. It was at a KOA camp. You know, we just got it in and we got it out. So, <laughs> um, But no regrets. I mean, you know, of course I would love. I mean, no, I don't know. Like, I would be lying if I said I would love to wait until I got married. But I would have. Really. I would have as well. Yep. I mean. It wasn't worth it. Mm-mm. I can't say this much. Um, it took away, like, that first time experience took away from that, like, you know how you used to, like, really want a person? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if, I, if I'm using the right terms, but, like, it's just a, it's just like that old high school crush or middle school crush thing where, like, you know, y'all communicating and, like, the relationship seems like it's lasting forever. It's not rushed. But, it, I mean, we also live in a very, like, microwave stage of life right now so mm-hmm. i mean i don't know but uh yeah koa experience it was it was i mean it wasn't the best but it was it was good it was straight it was what it was i mean i think a part of the reason why i would have remained a virgin version yeah. <laughs> which, <laughs> which version <laughs> is one because it wasn't enjoyable and two because it caused me to make a lot of mistakes as it relates to dudes just off the strength of either the sex being amazing or just wanting to have somebody physically there. Mm. So like it it just like you will stay with somebody way longer if the if the sex is bomb and knowing he trifling but you like darn he be putting it down. And you allow that and then that like gives you the hard eyes. And you forget that, you know, last week he just cussed you out or whatever. I think anyone will go through that. I, I think you'll go through that even if you do wait. No, not as bad, though. Not as bad. But like then the that, people, may have, that may have more to do with your level of maturity. No, it's actually physically proven that sex How? does something to your... Huh? Houseway. It's physically <laughs> proven that when you have sex with somebody and you orgasm or not, there is uh, something released in your brain. I don't know the term for it. It, it. It's some sort of something that's released in your brain that causes you to have a euphoric feeling, which is why orgasms are so amazing. And those euphoric feelings attach you to that particular person. I can say for me, when I've dated people and I haven't had sex with them, like I don't have no hard feelings. When they done, I'm done. Everything's cool. I don't try to chase them or anything like that. Speaking of orgasms, I had one person, like this random, random bum, like we were like talking. Bum. Like, I mean, he's a homeless <laughs> right. guy. I, I mean, I shouldn't have said that, but 
Anyways, it was this mean guy. He was homeless? Guy. Yeah, he was homeless. And we were just talking. Next thing you know, he was just talking about how, like, you know, he sees the afterworld. Like, he said there's a whole another world going on, like, you know, right now as we speak. And he was like, you know, whenever you orgasm, that's your body. Like, you're connected to, the, you're connecting to the other side, which is why you have a euphoric feeling. Like, it's just a, you know, feeling like no other. And I was like, oh, wow. So I have a question in regards to what going back got? to first time. Uh-huh. Was your first time with somebody who's also had a first time? Their first time? Nah, nah. Mine knew what they were doing. <laughs> That's probably where we went wrong. You're right. <laughs> Savages. Um, but I can say this: like <laughs> during my first time, like I did not care. Like my body was in heat. I, it's almost as if like. I was just waiting for the opportunity, and it really didn't matter. However, afterwards was like, that's it. <laughs> you know, like it was like you know, I want more, but I thought it would be more. Right, because you don't know what you're doing, especially guys. I'm I sure didn't know what I was a doing. A guy like oh you really gosh. don't know what you're doing. And I didn't have any older male cousins to like help me out. I mean, but can anybody help you out with that? And what they gonna do? Let me show you how to stroke. I mean, mean, what does that look like? Porn, you know, you know. You have been watching porn. I was, but you know, (laughs) since the seventh grade. In terms of stamina, like I didn't have that. Oh, okay. I can get it in, but it was like you know, I was busting quick. (laughs) I don't want to hear about you busting. (laughs) I don't want to hear about you doing the damn frogging now. But we we talking, huh? <laughs> anyway, so my next question is um when you did found love, um did you try to hold back sexually because of you know I guess the idea of getting them to respect you first, you know, or whenever you you were attracted to a guy, y'all were vibing now, did you refrain from sex with that person because you really really liked them? I didn't. I I actually wanted to have sex more. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I think that my first experience pretty much for me was like, I mean, I really don't have to do that again. So, like I said, for a year and a half, I didn't, a year and two, three months, something like that, I didn't have sex. And then, I think I've said this before, like, the last boyfriend, it was a year before he had sex. The boyfriend before that, it was nine months before he had sex. Like, <laughs> now I'm not going to say everybody is like yeah, that, but yeah. <laughs> if I like you. <laughs> I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. You, you go inherit Steve Harvey's book. <laughs> <laughs> the 90 um, Just because I need to see, because I think like Carl said, like you get emotional with people. That you, there are those soul ties. Like you have these ties with people. So when I get to that place of someone that I'm really interested in moving forward with, I want to make sure that we have something and it's not just sex. Got you. Yeah. Um, I think I'm the same. Like, you know, when you, when the vibe is real, like, you know, the sex is going to come. So you kind of like prolong it, you know. That's probably when you're most active and ter- not like not active sexual sexually, but like you want to get out, like you want to travel, you want to do stuff with that person. 
Um, you kind of really want to see what they're really about. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't give it like, like a timestamp. I just give it, like, I just let it flow. Like it is what it yeah. is. However, I can say, you know, compared to like, you know, <laughs> the holes, the holes that are for everyone, um, there's a little waiting period. There's no need to rush it, I guess. Cause you right. get, you get satisfaction in other ways. Correct. Yeah. Intimacy is something that I know I crave, but you can get intimacy in a lot of different ways. And I didn't know that for a long time until probably in the last five years. That intimacy comes in many different forms. So now that you say that about intimacy and forms, like what are some non-sexual, non-physical intimate moments that you appreciate? Um... So Ben and I pray together. I know that is like a polar opposite of what we're talking <laughs> it really about. Is. But I mean, it's the truth. We pray together. That's a super intimate moment. Um when we're both being vulnerable about something that we're going through is an intimate moment. Stuff like that, talking. Yeah, um, I definitely enjoy conversations where you're somewhere, um, wherever I'm at, and we've been on the phone for four hours, and That's now it's so three o'clock in the morning, and we're sleepy, but we still don't want to get off the phone. Um, you know, like just that wondering what they're looking like, like while they're laying down, talking to you, like to me, it's very intimate. Um. And then being with my family, I don't know if that sounds odd, but like being around someone and watching them laugh with my family and like my family really embrace them, it's an intimate moment for me. Like I really appreciate, um, cause it, it feels good. I get all tingly inside. Like, look at you playing space with my brother. He beating you, but you know. <laughs> it's fun you know like yeah. it's just really an intimate um place for me um my most intimate moments in relationships that are like non-physical is when i see that person who i am you know completely in love with i like them you know they're amazing and i see their vulnerable side like that side that makes them not perfect mm. you know um, I think that's it's a beautiful moment because, you know, I mean, especially nowadays, too, because a lot of people don't, you know, lead with their vulnerabilities or their flaws. So it's just an, a moment in time where you like realize like, well, you know, and I'm not talking about times where they are being their worst, where they're cussing people out and fighting. But like that moment where you can see that they're weak in this particular area mm -hmm. and you can, you can talk about it. Like you really mm -hmm. talk about that and you can see, and you can encourage them to like do better, want to do better, whatever the case may be. I think those intimate moments are beautiful to me. And then the other is on like Saturday mornings where like you have absolutely nothing to do. And mm. it's just like in the bed watching TV, like they get up first, you get up first, you know, and it's just that time period before, you get out in the world. Mm -hmm. Those are beautiful moments as well. So. That's the best. Saturday True. morning sleep-ins are the best. I will say, Justin, what you just said, like somebody being vulnerable, it feels really good when, 
Like maybe you're in the vulnerable moment, right? Mm-hmm. And they just give you a hug. Listen. Like, bruh, you just kind of like, like melt. Almost sometimes when people hug me and I'm on like the brink of crying, I end up crying. But mm-hmm. you know, it's like you're just holding me and yes. it feels really nice. So Or when your weakness that you were afraid to show is like they don't even care. Mm-hmm. Like I got you. That doesn't bother me. Like I'm I'm good. Right. You're good. We, we're we, good. We're good. Yeah. You know? Yep. <gasps> okay, let's get back to the sex, y'all, because I feel like this is about to be a love episode. So, all right, so we're gonna like transition to the person who like completely turned you out. Uh, the guy, I guess for y'all, the guy who um was trash, trash individual, but was amazing in the bed. Got you got your whole physical life in one or two or three or four or five sessions. I'm going to talk about this real quick because this is almost traumatic for me. <laughs> um, wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Why are we waiting? Okay, go. What you want? You wanted to add something to it? Well, I kind of wanted to add, like, okay. I just want to know, like, I know the physical, right? We already know that the physical is obviously amazing. Mm-hmm. But, like, where were where were you emotionally? And I don't want you to, like, expound on that a little bit too in, in detail but, i'm not <laughs> <laughs> but you know i just want to know like did it make you feel like what car said like the d is good like i mean you know i get you know whatever i just want to know what that emotional connection was or even wasn't even emotional yeah so i mean you just i don't know how else to say this but <laughs> puddles in the bed so like you can't leave that you know what i'm saying like where else am i gonna find that (laughs) (laughs) um and your mind is clouded really and so with this particular person or your mind isn't clouded you just know what you want and what you want is what they are skilled in Right, but because you've added everything else into okay. the equation, it's hard to just say, okay, you're such a trash person, but I, I really like this about you. I really, we have amazing sex, so I'm going to stay away from you in regards to anything else when it has to do with a relationship, right. but I can keep this piece. You really can't. So it's like you got to break yourself away from that person. And basically, baby, I just had to do it. I just got tired one night, and I was like, you know what? This is it. I'm packing my shit, and I'm getting up out of here. Do you still think about it? Nah. Come on, Mish. If it was that amazing. thinking about it right now. (laughs) If if it was that amazing, bro, like, come on. Like, come on, bro. Like. The best? You don't think about it? Like, you disconnected that well? Well, now, I didn't say that they were the best. Okay. But our our chem- our sexual chemistry was the best. I'm talking about the person. Well, okay. That's fair. So... Because the person who was the best probably had... Yeah, it was probably emotional. The person that... Too. Yeah, the person that was the best didn't take me to Got that it. emotional state Got that it. this person did. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> or where are you? I can't on the floor because my legs was hurting <laughs> right <laughs> shoot I'm not fooling with that um so so wait what's the question again 
this nigga done dozed off. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just want to make sure I'm answering the right. So it's the question. Basically, so the guy, I mean, who was the guy who was trash, but that was physically correct, great. Okay, correct. like you know. Okay. Well, um, so one of them, I have two. One of them was in while I was in law school. And when I was in law school, I think I was on like this huge quest to find out who Kara really is. So I did some dumb crap. And so I dated this um, Ban Rouge nigga. And he, you know, just wasn't the smartest. You know, didn't have a stable job. Um... Didn't have his own apartment. Um, didn't really have anything except a car with some rims and chrome rims. Uh, I don't even. Yeah. Were they D's? I don't even remember. <laughs> Did they what spin? They, were. they weren't spinners, <laughs> thank the Lord. But um, he just used to dig me down, and um, I kept him around for at least a year and a half, just off the strength, knowing. That I was never going to marry him, knowing he was not my husband, knowing I didn't need to be with him at all because he was a trash individual, and continuing to stay just off of that. So Yeah, I didn't know how to disconnect. It really took uh, me probably moving away um, to completely disconnect from all that. I mean, I disconnected before I moved away. But only after I got with somebody else who was trifling as well. So there wasn't really, you know, anyway. Just, yeah, it was just trash. And then I got back with Ben. All right. So lastly, um, what's your sex playlist look like? Are you still fucking to a playlist? Anyone? Do y'all still put on music while y'all have sex? I don't have sex. Car, when you were having sex. (laughs) I'm pure now. Um, (laughs) No, I really am. (laughs) We don't do anything. Well, when y'all were having Um, sex. No, we didn't use music. Unless, if I had a sex playlist, if I were having sex. And there's so many ifs here. But if I had a sex playlist for sex. Um, I think I would want trap music on it. That speaks volume. You know that, right? What do you mean? Because that that lets me know you be going in in the bed. (laughs) (laughs) You be going in. Putting in work. I like (laughs) trap music. Car be throwing that ass back. Throwing that ass in a circle. (laughs) Um, I don't have no damn music on my playlist. I never really fucked with music. I probably can count on my hand or like on both hands how many times I actually had sex with music. And I've had sex a lot of times. No, this one. But no. Nah. But if I did have a playlist, it'll probably be R. Kelly old dusted ass. You? <laughs> R. Kelly? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Yeah, if I could build a playlist, it would be R. Kelly Silk 112. Silk. There's a meeting next. next. Girl, get this. Black of Belly. Y'all remember Every woman needs a own Black of Belly. Actually, I can I add that something? Song. 
if I'm not emotionally connected to you, trap music all day. But if I'm emotionally connected to you and I'm trying to be like Suave, G, GQ, like, you know, like Mr. Lover. Mr. Lover, lover. <laughs> Who says that? Who says that? Bruh. Why with them bitches? Anyways. <laughs> Give me a little Neo. Y'all heard that Neo song? I just want to be Ooh. Which one? That one? Ooh. No. <laughs> I think which I know which one you saw. It's the one where he's like whispering, like, come closer, baby. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, and it's a piano playing in the background. That's a good one. Man, listen to that piano. That's I'm going to listen to that song when I get home. All right, y'all. That's it for this. <laughs> it's called Say It. Say it, yeah, that's it, that's oh, it, that's say it. Say it is a good one. Say that's a dope one. That's a dope one. <laughs> that's when you're in love. That you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that like to niggas song. you don't love, bro. I am by myself every night. <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> I love myself, so I'm gonna go to sleep. To Neo, say it. Anyways, y'all, this is a wrap for this episode sixty nine episode. Why did you say episode twice? Because I can do whatever the fuck <laughs> I want. Episode episode. What is yeah, it? Episode the motherfucking. Do y'all uh, like 69? Since this is the 69th episode, we didn't even ask that. You know what? That's a good it's question. It's a lot happening It is. It's a lot. I'm kind of with you. I I'm with can't. Y'all on that, yeah, yeah, I need to be able to concentrate on getting mine first. I feel awkward. the same way. And if then you- what if your stomach big and both of y'all got big <laughs> <laughs> okay, question. Whenever you, whenever you, well, what? Whenever you would. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Oh Sixty nine is a God. little bit too involving. Like I, the prefer, you know, to receive or to be given. I cannot 69. concentrate in all of that. It's I too mean, much. logistically, it's too much. That's what you want to do. I'm gonna do much. it, but don't expect nothing too much, because that's a lot. And I'm trying honestly, to balance. Right. You know what I'm saying? You doing your thing, and then you, I'm, uh. Yeah, so just, you want to suffocate them? It's just too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> the suffocation is cool. Honestly, like, the, the to say 69 is so popular is not even, like, the and, greatest. And then, like, my arms, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause, <laughs> like you know, it's no hands. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, come on. You done you gonna with this? you going to smash or get smashed? Yeah. <laughs> and that's not. I'm going to just, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, shout out to the 69 lovers. Um, this is your week. <laughs> <laughs> this, um, is for, this is for the niggas. Strictly for the niggas. <laughs> Did I say that last episode? Yes, you, did. <laughs> you know where that's from, right? No, SWV? I don't. I mean, oh, uh, from um, Escape. Escape. Yeah. That was iconic. Oh, that's wow. A good, that was a this good is one. for the niggas, strictly for the niggas. We need to put that on a t shirt. Well, this is for the grown folks. Uh, this is for. I mean, really, y'all can do what y'all want. Just be safe. <laughs> Just, yeah, be safe. I think overall. Um, you just need to practice safe sex, too. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Y'all already know what time it is. It's your girl, D. Cardi, and I'm coming back in 2018 talking to y'all about what? BioClarity. Because what? Your girl's skin is looking right. 
So basically, I started using BioClarity back in 2017 in season one. And y'all, my skin is thebomb.com. All my Instagram photos be popping because I know y'all be liking these pics. My skin is smooth and soft. Any sort of breakouts I've been having are gone. No redness, no irritation, no nothing. So why should you use BioClarity? Well, couple things. First, it's easy on your skin. It delivers glowing, clear skin by reducing redness and boosting your natural beauty because I know y'all fine out there. You can use it twice a day without worrying about any sort of excess irritation because there are no harsh chemicals. Also, BioClarity is packed with clarifying botanicals and new Floralux, which is naturally derived from chlorophyll, which is that green stuff, you know, that plants be needing. And it's proven for soothing away blemishes. So not only is BioClarity full of antioxidants, it also reduces redness. It feeds and defends cells with an alphabet of vitamins. BioClarity is delivered straight to you and is easy to use. It's a three-step ritual that's 100% vegan, plus it's gluten and cruelty-free. So there are three steps. First, you cleanse. With the rich foaming facial cleanser, it gently removes dirt, oil, and environmental pollutants. Next, you treat. And the treatment penetrates pores and attacks the bacteria that causes acne, so it clears up your skin. And lastly, you restore. And the Restore Gel has exclusive Floralux, which leaves your skin feeling smooth and refreshed. Now, BioClarity also offers a skin smoothie with hydration. Hydrate is a lightweight, breathable moisturizer, which is designed for even the most sensitive skin. You can use Hydrate by itself, or you can use it with the BioClarity system. So, do you want to start a healthy habit and get glowing, clear skin just like your girl, The Cardi? If so, go to BioClarity.com. And just for our Millennial Love listeners, you guys will get your first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's over a $20 savings and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So in order to get that money-back guarantee, all you got to do is enter our code LOV3. That's bioclarity.com and enter the code LOV3. Say hello, hey boo, to new skin, bioclarity.com. Um, show for the millennial moment. For the really millennial quick. moment. <clears throat> As a millennial and the sensitivity of the world, how do y'all talk to the sensitive friend? That one friend that gets offended by everything, that one friend that is always complaining about what somebody did to them. How do you talk to that person? Like in tone or just in general? Yeah, I think I'm asking in tone. You know, I have a hard time conforming to other people's way of speaking or how they want me to talk. So in general, so I just speak the way I talk to them the, the way I would talk to any of my friends or people. Um, with them being sensitive, I don't like to enable that sensitivity because it's hella annoying on my behalf. So um, if it's a close friend, I think I would be a little bit more patient with them. But it wouldn't change how I communicate with them. Mm. It's like I would understand that they're sensitive. So I would probably add more sentences to what I'm trying to say. Or like, you know, soften it up a little. But the delivery would still be hard and effective, if that makes sense. <laughs> Why are you chuckling? Hard and effective is a little bit sexual. No? 
Okay, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think if I have a sensitive friend. You are the sensitive friend. Am I? Yep. I don't think I I'm am. I'm just kidding. I don't think I am. I, um, I don't know if I have a sensitive friend. I'm trying to think. I guess my mom would be the sensitive friend. And with my mama, like, I'll be, I'm kind of like a Sour Patch kid to her. I'll be mean, and then when her feelings are hurt, then I'll be nice. Damn. So, I think that's my approach. I'm regular, and then when their feelings are hurt, then I get really nice. That's evil. No, it's not, it's not <laughs> intentional. Just I'm going to wait until you way. get upset to be nice to you. <laughs> Endure all this pain. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't say nothing to Shawty. Like, listen. You don't say nothing. <laughs> I don't say nothing. Listen, because I'm not. I'm sensitive in my own right, but I'm not that doggone sensitive. So, if me saying my tone and the way I talk, if you take it wrong, you know, maybe I just don't need to talk. I'm going to just sit here. I'll let you talk. Because I don't, I don't really need to deal with people talking about I hurt them this way and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just, I don't have time for it. I think that's where I am. Yeah. My um, my sister posted something on on Instagram and it read be selective with your battles sometimes peace is better than being right huh, okay ay 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 say that <laughs> and she put selective as fuck and that's necessary I mean with the sensitive friend the thing about it is is that that's not your problem that they are sensitive correct Um, if they honor your patience then you know if they honor my patience honestly if they honor me as an individual and like me being patient with them then you know I'm gonna be patient with them because I think they're still like I would hate to just cut off that communication or I would hate to just um, wait until they're upset to be nice (laughs) Um, thanks Justin well I I mean it's Michelle and you know whatever um So, you're trying to bring me back in it. Um, yeah, so you know, I don't mind talking. I actually like to talk. So it's just a matter of like my temp like my temper, you know. A lot of people don't like my delivery on a lot of things. So I'm for sure not censoring the way my tone and the way I communicate for their uh sensitivity. So For yeah, sure. That's it. Well, y'all need to email us because um it's two weeks now that we haven't gotten an email. <laughs> we keep begging, we begging for emails. <laughs> and we need these real life situations because we'll be going through that much, that more, with a little, uh, <laughs> much. <laughs> we'll be going through that much with our friends in our mouth. Right. So. And if y'all don't email us, we're going to stop this. Day. No, I'm just playing. Right. We're going to stop the podcast altogether. Altogether. Not that y'all care. So but. send us some emails. We know y'all be going through it. Oh, side note. Fashion Nova Men dropped oh, this gosh. week. Justin, are you going to get you some gear? No. Nope. <laughs> Hell no. Hey, actually, some of the stuff look kind of lit, though. For real? 
I think I'm going to get Ben some stuff for Christmas off of fashionovaman.com. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey, we ain't got nothing else to say. Oh, word of the day. Give Thank us money. You. Cash app, money symbol, Millie Love, that's L-O-V-3. Word of the day is Kegel slash Kegel. <laughs> it's an exercise performed to strengthen the pubococcygeus. That should have been the word. And other muscles of the pelvic floor in order to control incontinence, improve sexual response, etc. Justin, please use Kegel slash Kegel in a sentence. I do my Kegels. You lying. You don't do your Kegels. Mish. When I... That's disgusting. If you practice your kegel exercise, you can make them bust. (laughs) Is that the end of the sentence? (laughs) Yes. That's a trash ass word, Cara. Why? Wordsmith. I am Cara D. Why is that a trash word? Now, when I give y'all pneumococcal pneumonia, then y'all be mad. You should have said that pubococcalus, whatever. (laughs) I don't know how to say that. I like flummox, like stomachs. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you say, Justin? There she go. There she go with that that bullshit. Oh, now when I give y'all the regular word, you don't want it. (laughs) All right, I say. Oh, sorry. I do my kegels while I'm in church. Wow. You know what? You heathen, you you whoremonger. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, y'all, thank y'all for listening to episode 69. Please follow us on all social media outlets and send us some money. Strike fucking. Uh (laughs) Oh!